everyone, welcome to a, uh, another episode of Classic Gaming Brothers. I'm Seth. And I'm Zach. And we are the Classic Gaming Brothers. Uh, two brothers making a podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the same as the... Same as the last time. We, we, we have not stopped being brothers. <laughs> we have not stopped being brothers, nor have we stopped being classy. That's true. That's true. I, I feel like we've uh, we've accomplished uh, both of these things in the time. I hope everyone had a great holiday season since the yeah. holidays are now over. Happy New um, Year. Happy New Year 2020 with Classic Gaming Brothers. Um, did you... Um, have a good uh, Christmas and a good uh, New Year. I did. I did. I did have a good Christmas because I spent it with my brother. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yes, it was a pleasure having you at my house. Um, yes. Did Did Santa Claus get you any video games? Um, no. Since we're a podcast about video games? No, <laughs> Santa Claus didn't get me any video games. No, uh, Santa-, Santa Claus did get me a video game. Oh, nice! In in fact, I have it right over here. Ooh! Um, it was it was given to me by my 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 brother, uh, and it is a game called Maya Quest, the <laughs> the mystery trail. It's got a a bicyclist in a yellow jacket, and it's got social studies written at the top. Yes. Get a taste of real adventures on CD-ROM. Yeah. Uh. So thanks to my brother for. Uh, Giving me uh, something that I previously owned and forgot about. <laughs> yes, well, as I go through some some of my old stuff, <laughs> expect more gifts <laughs> of oh, similar good. natures. I, I can't wait. Um, so it's a new year, so we want to... Uh, and we're, this is our sixth episode, which is pretty exciting. Mm. Our, yeah, or our seventh, I guess, right? Because we did five, uh, just came out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Five was Star Wars. Yes. So this is uh, sixth, which mm-hmm. is also our seventh recording, which is great. Um, we're we're happy to be here and happy to do the show. Um, we wanted to talk about um, an email. We did receive some feedback. We received some f- feedback from some friends of the podcast, and one person, uh, our friend Justin, he sent us an email that we wanted to uh, address, not only in the email that we sent back to him, because that would be rude if we didn't send anything back, um, <laughs> but uh, he he sent us an email where he purchased a, uh, a computer, but he bought a computer for not gaming. He bought a computer for work, and so he's looking to try and find games uh, that have lower graphics requirements and stuff like that, so that he can kind of uh, play on his work computer so right. that's kind of going to be what the we're going to talk about um he also wanted to talk about like uh how to like navigate steam sales and what to do for like buying games and recommendations and stuff like that long shopping yeah. so that's what we're that's what this episode's gonna kind of t- curtail around um though so why don't we get into uh get into everything in regards to what have you been playing recently zach yeah, so uh, recently I actually, um, speaking of buying video games and buying things, I, I picked up a PSVR um, for the PlayStation oh, 4. That's fun. Um, so I, I ended up, uh, part of my kind of New Year's resolution was to go through some of my older collection of stuff and, and kind of start selling off things that I, I no longer uh, play or just no longer have much interest in. Um, and I managed to uh, sell a bunch of older uh games of mine to a game store here in uh, boston called replayed 
um, and I uh, used the store credit that I got to purchase a used PlayStation VR, which I also used to get. Mm. Um, I also bought uh, a game called Super Hot VR with the PSVR um, and have been enjoying that. Um, for, for those who don't know, the Super Hot is, it was originally not released as a VR game. The original game was just a first person shooter, but the gimmick of Super Hot is you're in a, you're in a first person shooter um, and nothing moves until you do. So you have to find ways to kill enemies without them killing you first, um, while also navigating at this like Matrix Neo speed. Um, and Super Hot VR takes this twist and adds the element of vr to it which um makes the game both very energetic and very uh it kind of adds a little more of a level of uh, being complicated to it um just because now even your body's movements are registering as as movements whereas in the in the pc game you can just kind of put your hand off the mouse um and your guy will be still um oh so so it picks up like if you start moving around the room yeah so the the yeah so the PSVR tracks using a, uh, a camera that's that you hook up on top of your TV. So it will it will track your movements as you're moving around. Um, so that it, it adds kind of an extra level of difficulty to the game. Um, also, knowing that people are coming at you from all sides, um, and, and just kind of kind of navigating how exactly you're going to coordinate um, avoiding getting killed with also uh, finishing off the enemies. Yeah, yeah, that that it sounds like you have to almost be stock still physically to be able to puzzle it out. Where in the yeah. PC game you could just leave the not touch the mouse. That's interesting. Yeah, I think I actually um, thanks to uh, another uh, friend of the podcast, uh, a guy by the name. Well, uh, he we 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 survived together, Ryan. Um, he uh, he's moving to England, so he's shipping me his Vive because he doesn't want to take it with him. So oh, I'm nice. giving him an undisclosed amount of money, and he's giving me a Vive of undisclosed condition. So yeah, um, <laughs> it works. We're, we're well, both then, getting into the the VR world. Yes, uh, yeah, together, I'm, I'm pretty much at the same time. Uh, um, yeah, the PSVR. It's not the top of the line VR headset, but it's a good intro um, VR set. Um, especially if you can pick one up used, um, again, mine, if I didn't have store credit, it would have been $150, which really isn't terrible, hmm. um, compared to some of the other VR sets that are on, yeah. on the market. I think a steam index will run you back a thousand. So yes, one um, of my friends is, uh, is putting in for a steam index. So I'm excited to get my hands on that when it arrives for him. Very, yes, so he's just five favorite discount it from his house. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Seth, what have you been playing? Uh, so recently, I've actually gone back to play uh, a game called Abduction, uh, which is done by the uh, Scion Worlds, which are the uh, the Mist people. Which we'll yeah. have to we'll we'll go into an episode and talk about Mist and Riven, which are um, adventure puzzle games, mm. and. Uh, uh, so I, I got it originally when it came out back in uh, 2016, mm-hmm. and it it is actually a game that um, I will probably also play in VR when I get my headset because nice. it's also VR capable, oh, cool. um, specifically for the Vive. So oh, um, nice. I'm I'm kind of excited to play it in VR um, and kind of understand what I need to do to get to the point where I am in the game currently. Um, I did play it for a little bit. Uh, I kind of put it down on the ground and then just recently got backed into it because of the podcast, actually. Um, 
we were talking about uh, Firmament, and mm, okay. I thought about Abduction, and I was like, oh, I, I haven't played Abduction in, like, forever. I should go back and play that game so that I could, like, finish it. Like, I'm, I'm really big at, I'm, I'm a big proponent of Scion Worlds. I'm a big proponent of uh, uh, Rand Miller and his, his family, as it were, and uh, that run the, the company. And... I uh, so I got back into it uh, and I got farther than I have been. I, I think I'm about uh, halfway through the game and oh, cool. it's probably about a 30 hour play time. So Ooh. it is what it, probably the longest game that I've recommend or I've talked about playing. I think I usually rec- I've talked about recently playing short games. So mm. um, yeah, Abduction is a, a longer form adventure puzzle game, first person perspective. Uh, the concept is that you're um, you've been abducted by uh, aliens and okay. have been uh, transported to an alien world. Uh, the alien world that you're in uh, looks like Arizona, and because <laughs> okay. um, you find out that they have some swapping technology where um, they can move sections of worlds and replace the section of world with the section of the other world kind of thing and there's these different alien worlds that are all kind of linked together and you're you're just trying to get home is kind of what your objective is as as kind of a a basic kind of plot as it were in the game uh it's fun single player uh beautiful graphics as as always because it's uh cyan worlds so they really uh specialize on really good looking games um with some kind of uh, almost ethereal type of thought and uh, right. Puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually, you can get it on the PSVR. So oh, so maybe I'll does, give it a shot. Yeah, the PlayStation Four version uh, launched in 2017, and there was a patch that arrived shortly afterwards to support PlayStation VR. So very cool. You can, if you want to have a cool world to walk in, a very alien type world, um, there's uh, that. Excellent. I will keep. I will uh, keep an eye out for that. Abduction. Abductions. Yes, uh, with spelled, an O and a B. Yeah, I was gonna say it was spelled abduction. Yes, O-B. it's yeah. it's abduction. Abduction. Yeah. After being abduction. Ah. <laughs> after uh, being abducted, you're now abducted. I don't. I don't particularly. I'm not a, a grammar person, so. Yeah, I have a, I have a friend. I don't who, English well. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a friend who's um, really into cyan games as well, so um, I'll have to get uh, their there opinion. There you go. Well. Maybe they you can go like halvesies on it and play on <laughs> PSVR together. Yeah. Um. So uh. So then let's get it to uh. So the Steam winter sale uh by the time of this release is over. Yes. Um. It's actually. Um, it has came and passed, and it's actually over by the time of this recording ad release. Um, it was a good sale. Did you end up buying anything on sale? I bought one thing um, that was on sale. I bought, um, I'm opening up my library now to double check that it was the one thing I got. Yes. Um, but yeah, I had a little I had a little money in my Steam wallet because I mm. was selling some trading cards. I had about thirty cents, so I used oh. my thirty cents of Steam wallet and an undisclosed amount of money to pay for Titanic Adventure Out of Time, <laughs> which is an amazing game. Yes, a very, uh, a very, very uh, memorable, um, nostalgic game uh, for for my brother and I. Titanic Adventure Out of Time is uh, is a, a wonderful game about a. Uh, adventuring out of time on the titanic yes um yes. that so um 
that is not a game that I would recommend back to our goal of this segment to right, recommend yes. something suggested to play on his no, uh, no, no. his game that's not a not a gaming computer uh wouldn't recommend that game but uh I mean it would run on an oh, old yeah, computer no, it, for it sure it would run perfectly it's, but uh, but if I it's it may not be it's I don't know if it's anyone's cup of tea, but it's it's, it's barely it's, it's barely, it was barely our cup of tea. We just owned it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I, that game is is my cup of tea. That is like <laughs> I'm like the target audience for that game. Oh, do you want to be a time a British time traveler trying to solve the mysteries of the Titanic? Yeah, where you essentially stop not only World War One but World War Two. Because you're on the Titanic. Yes. Um, I bought, uh, I got a Red Dead Redemption 2, and I got Noyata um, on my uh, Steam sales. And uh, actually, my my uh, my buddy Dave uh, bought me uh, Monster Hunter World. Uh, oh, cool. And so it nice. was, uh, so I got, there was a few games. They were all on sale. So it was, yes, uh, I mean, why not? It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was funny. Uh, so I actually bought... So I, David bought me Red Dead Redemption 2, and I bought David Red Dead Redemption 2. So so you essentially we, we bought traded yourselves. each other. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I said I bought it, even though I didn't buy it for myself. But that's kind of minutiae stuff. Uh, but Noita, and N-O-I-T-A, is a, a game that I did recommend to Justin. Um hmm. Only for the fact that it was on sale at the time, it was pretty cheap. Fair enough. Um, so I paid. So the MSRP of the game is uh, eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. It's uh, also an early access game, and uh, I paid ten. So oh, I thought that was a okay. that was a pretty good deal. It was on sale, and then I had a five dollar code. So I I kind of explained to him that um, it's a uh, a roguelite. Mm, uh, world, okay. uh, a roguelike game that's a magical action type uh, where every pixel is able to be interacted with. Oh, very cool. So you can like melt wood or um, blow up the cave that you're in. Mm. Uh, based on what I've been playing of it, uh, so it, it so since it's roguelike, it changes the world as you load in, right? Um, and uh, I also it doesn't. So you kind of play until you die. You mm-hmm. can save, but then when you die, it kind of resets everything. Okay. Um, and it's it's cool. I like it. It's it's fun. Um, I definitely have to be kind of in like a platformy mood to play it, and. It's definitely something I would I would recommend if you wanted like a lighter game. It's it's cool. It's still in early access. Maybe wait a little bit for it to yeah. get a little more updates. But it does have an overwhelmingly positive review. Oh, so it's okay. always that is good. always out of uh, nine thousand out of nine thousand reviews. Yeah, that's always so, that's good. So that's that's actually uh, to kind of go back to shopping on specifically uh, Steam the. Uh, po- reviews are definitely something that at least I um, pay attention to. It's something kind of like buying on Amazon. Um, I always kind of look at how many reviews are there on the game and how is it trending. Mm. Um, and there's uh, a few different tiers. So there's like positive, uh, mostly positive, 
and then I think overwhelmingly positive. Um, and so then you know, like, if it's positive, but it's got 10 reviews, it's probably pretty new of a game. Um, but if it's, like, overwhelmingly positive and it's got 9,000 reviews, it's Edge was released four or five months ago, it's probably yeah. a kind of a viral sensation. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I would say I do pretty much the same. Um, um, when, when I do buy um, PC games and in their on sale I, I try to look for games that um i i i, I usually judge by my purchase off of the um overall you know reviews just to not necessarily base it entirely on that because i've definitely played games that had kind of mediocre reviews and have enjoyed them but um you know every now and then um uh i, I usually try to keep with the uh with the kind of overwhelmingly positive yeah um, I, uh, so I, I have a lot of weirder interests, I guess I, I say, you know, like I like to play like the more adventure games that are not typically played, um, right. or like more niche games like Adventure Out of Time or Yoda Stories. Yes, so, yes, yes. um, since I like to play those type of games, I tend to take great, like reviews in account. I tend to read a couple of them the critical ones and yeah. try to get kind of like an idea i don't necessarily just because it's overwhelmingly positive doesn't mean that's a game for me yeah uh, right right yeah um something that i i did mention to justin in his email um and that i think that our listeners could also gain kind of get this as advice mm-hmm. um so if you use steam as a platform uh they do have a two hour two week window so that mm. what that means is that if you buy a game and you don't really like it and you have less than two hours played, and you've owned it for less than two weeks. So, hmm. if, so you have to be in that window, which you can be in it pretty quick if you boot up a game and play it in an hour and you don't like it. Uh, you can return it. Uh, no questions asked, and you get your money back. Hmm. So, And you could take it back on the method of payment, or you can uh, take it back uh, on a Steam wallet. So I always recommend keeping that option in your mind it's nothing against the, whoever developed the game, but sometimes games aren't, they just don't mesh well with you or you just don't like them or they're not developed well, like they're not finished development. So yeah, yeah, it's, you can just be like, Oh, this game is not as far as what the pitchers thought they were. And you can return it. And, uh, it's stuff like that, that you should keep in mind. Um, when, uh, shopping on steam kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll see, you know, overwhelmingly positive reviews and such, but, you know, the game if the game just doesn't jive with you, that it just doesn't jive. It doesn't mean it's a bad game. It just might not be your game. Right, right. I mean, there could also be just bad games out there. Well, we can, we can once again, we have a worst games ever podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Episode coming out eventually. Um so then uh, the other game that I recommended to him, we have some additional recommendations for you, Justin, um, as I'm sure that you are listening. Um, the other uh, game that I recommended to him in that email was Stardew Valley. Yes. Uh, yeah. Stardew Valley is, uh, I mean, I, I just talked about Noyota. You want to go into Stardew Valley, Zach? Uh, yeah. So Stardew Valley is, um, it's kind of along the lines of, classic games like uh harvest moon in the sense that you are tasked with tending a farm and that's pretty much the game um so stardew valley plays 
kind of along the lines of like an rpg but instead of fighting monsters you do fight some monsters but instead of primarily focusing on fighting monsters you are um tilling a field you are planting your your plants you are watering them uh you are spending money on upgrading your farm equipment so you can make this process easier you're romancing people in town um you're kind of discovering secrets about the town it's 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 an overall um adventuring in the mines yeah exactly uh and yeah you go can go adventuring in the mines and fighting you you fight monsters monsters, down there and you'll collect collect gold and stuff um so it's kind of a jack-of-all-trades style game in the sense that you really can play it in many different ways um yes i mean it's encouraged that you do a lot of exploring and you know fighting monsters but i mean you really don't have to i mean no you, no you yeah. you know you you could find there's uh there's some crops that do better and uh than others and you can actually just be completely dedicated to farming and talking yeah. to villagers if you really want to um i think uh it's t- stardew valley is such uh it could be one of those time sinky games oh yes um, 100%. so the game the game doesn't uh save until the end of each day so you get into that like one more day type moment when you're playing the game um so then you're like oh i I could do one more day i can i just need to wake up i need to tend to my crops a little bit maybe get another level in the mine and then i'll save and i'll go to bed yeah and then you're like I can do one more day. I, I just want to make sure it's raining tomorrow, so I'll have more mine time. So then, and then it just it goes on and on, and you're just one more day in yourself until you're passing out. It's a very time. It could be a very time sinky game. Oh, hundred um, percent. It did also introduce um, co-op. Yes. Uh, so you can, um, which uh, which has been very fun. Um, I, I've yeah. played co-op a few times with um, some of my friends. Um, and it is, um, it's a blast. I mean, it just changes kind of the dynamic of the game where, you know, your friend can focus on, um, you know, getting some chores and stuff done around the house and you can go focus on, you know, you know, uh, fighting the monsters and collecting items that way. Um, it's really kind of, uh, it allows you to kind of divvy up tasks and make your, um, farm as effective as possible. Right. Yeah. My, my fiance actually really liked, uh, fishing in the game yeah so she, yeah, exactly. would, she would go fish and uh i would uh go do like the plot needed stuff like yeah to go into the mines or work on our farm yeah um so yeah so there's that sardew valley great game during the sale i think it was 40 percent off so i keep an eye out for the sale um and generally like my my rule of thumb is that uh i don't believe that any if there's a game that I really want, I'll pretty much pay any price for it. Mm. If there, if it's a game that I'm interested in, I put it on my wish list. Steam will send you a message in an email and on the app to tell you if something is on sale on your wish list. Yes. So if you build up a decent amount of games on your wish list, you can kind of just wait until it's on sale. And it they generally cycle through the same type of sales. So yeah. if there's a game that you really won't want, you don't want to pay more than four, like a couple bucks for just wait like yeah it'll be on sale there, yeah it'll be on sale eventually it's for newer games you're probably not going to see anything deeper than 10 or 20 percent um but for older games you may see upwards of 90 so yes yeah it they, they definitely change um 
So another game that I, I that's uh, I recommend for like an uh, like an older game or actually for an older computer uh, or actually your phone. Um, I know we're we're classic gamers, but um, there are still some benefits to playing on your phone. Mm. Um, is a game called Beat Cop. Beat Cop. Um, Beat Cop. So Beat Cop is about uh, you you play as a cop and uh, you you're on a beat <laughs> like a neighborhood. All right. And it's like a kind of like 8-bit graphics and you have to go and accomplish cop tasks like police officer tasks while also like trying to uncover the story so like the first day you you have to like write up people who park in no parking zones on the street okay and so you have to walk around writing them tickets and you can write you can write them tickets you could ignore them you could when they come out and confront you you can take bribes you could just let them go or you can continue writing them a ticket and you can be kind of as corrupt or as like uh straight edge as you want in the game um and then there's like the mafia and there's gangs and stuff like that and you have to kind of uh interact with them and either help them or fight them as a police officer and the it's generally known that the police force in this particular game it's like 80s themed so the it's like an 80s theme corrupt police department yeah very fun it's uh, available on android i think probably on the iphone um, I'm not particularly not an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know what's on the iPhone. But I have, I am an Android user personally. But so it's on. It's definitely on the Google Play Store. Um, it's also on Steam, uh, and I think it's also on Good Old Games. Uh, they, uh, they, they definitely. It's kind of a light, lighter, almost like a RPG type game. Kind of going along the uh, 80s vibe, um, another another game that I think I would recommend was, um, or is, Broforce, um, mm. which is a Devolver digital game. The people who brought us Hotline Miami 1 and 2, which are also very good Oh, yeah, games. yeah, yeah. Um, they are and, fun. Yeah, the, pretty much actually all Devolver digital games I, I would recommend. Um, they, they are usually um, fairly inexpensive and they also kind of strive on being, um, pixel graphics and stuff like that. So, uh, most of the time they will run on low end computers. Um, but Broforce in particular is a really fun one. It's also one that you definitely don't have to take seriously. Um, you play as a selection of different bros. Um, all of them are themed on, uh, famous 1980s, uh, characters or, um, you know, pop culture figures um so for example you have like the terminate bro or the um ram bro instead of rambo and uh each one has their own um set of abilities and pretty much all you're doing is you're just storming into enemy bases a la a la rambo and uh killing bad guys and uh getting to the end of the level oh i have to look that game up because i actually thought it was an entirely different game oh yeah I you were flying around <laughs> fighting each other no, 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 another, no. Is that a... Oh, that's Brawlhalla, maybe? That is Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla. Yeah. Brawlhalla. Yeah. Oh. Bro, yeah. Which is also a good game, but... Um, oh, yeah. Broforce Not is... Not Broforce. Uh, Broforce is... It's very fast-paced. Um, it's... It could be almost considered, like, almost like a puzzle game, because it's about getting to the end um, quickly and without dying. Um, so you do have to somewhat um, solve some um, puzzly elements um and uh it, it's it's all tongue-in-cheek it you know it, it it definitely uh doesn't take itself seriously um another uh, game that i actually just uh 
kind of thought of we we did draft up some notes but i just thought of this game um is a game called game dev tycoon Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. That's a great one. It's it's available on PC, also available on um, your Android. Um, and the Game Dev Tycoon is great for you, you. You you you're essentially running a video game studio, and you have to start a game. It, you have to you have to start the studio, and you have to create a game, and you start off with like text adventure games and you as you develop and time goes on you earn money you develop better and better and different types of games you can and so you have to research genres you have to research um different type of platforms you have to research making consoles and you have to still try to keep your budget so you have to hire and fire and labor um and uh and worry about your labor and all of that um so in order to make a profitable company so there's uh definitely game dev tycoon is a a game that or is a game that i recommend also on your android and uh all of that and the one thing you one thing i know about uh game dev tycoon is that apparently if you bootleg the game which you definitely shouldn't do um you know purchase the game it's it's a great game uh but apparently if the game is bootlegged it will detect it's a bootleg and um your company will suffer um sales because you will lose out sales to people bootlegging your games in the game <laughs> so uh, that's a fun little thing that they fun little thing that they threw in there um for people who illegally download the game uh that's a one little fun fact I, I learned about it um but yeah i also um another game that i i'd recommend to justin that is um usually pretty inexpensive i think it's about 10 bucks and it will definitely run on an older computer or not older computer but a lower end computer is undertale which is an rpg game from actually a massachusetts local um, named toby fox who uh um was inspired by games like earthbound and 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 some other rp jrpgs um and it's it's a really nice uh very kind of gentle rpg at times um you can actually play the whole thing without killing any character in the game it's called a pacifist run or you can kill every character in the game which is a genocide run so there's definitely different ways to play the game uh, that caters to different gameplay styles um and it has kind of a unique battle system where you're when you're fighting the enemy it's not necessarily like you're playing an rpg where you're picking attacks and such but you're kind of doing this uh puzzle while dodging um items and the better you are at dodging them the better your attack is or your or pacifism is yeah it's actually a really um it's one of those games that i feel like um there are people who really like it <laughs> like, yeah there are, like some people who are really into undertale yeah um, there, it's it got does, a cult following almost yeah it, it, it has actually a really strong following um that's very similar to a um webcomic series called homestuck um i've noticed um and that definitely isn't without coincidence toby fox did do work on the homestuck comic series for a while he actually did some music for it um so uh, there's definitely i think some of the the homestuck fandom kind of bled into undertale for a bit yeah um, yeah i could see that uh, but it, it is it is a game that is very low low uh, low intensity on your computer. Um, so you know lower end computers it should run perfect. Uh, so there's uh, there's that now to kind of go I guess almost 
backwards. So we talked about a few games that you can buy, uh, specifically Justin, you can buy. If you, you can try them out, let us know what you think of them on our recommendations. Um, let's go back to how you get video games. So yeah. um, Zachary uh, put out some notes. It's funny, he actually drafted up notes when I uh, when I went to put up my own notes in and I saw that he actually we we like share a doc and I was like oh hey there's actually notes in here already that's good um, so, um, um, there yeah. there's different there's different I actually don't go to stores anymore so yes. I I do not actually go through I get everything digitally um, I use a, a couple of different platforms to download uh, they're just different softwares um so i use primarily steam which was done by valve company which we've mentioned a lot it's our primary that's my primary kind of bread and butter type of store um then there's uh gog which is good old games um they um they're great uh kind of they've got a lot of classic games the pro the problem with some older classic games is not that your computer is old enough to run it it's that sometimes the games require technology that just doesn't exist in modern systems yeah it's like um expanded memory or uh, extended memory like computers don't really use expanded or extended memory um and some video games require it so then they look for it and then it's not there because newer computers don't really use it and then the game doesn't work yeah um but GOG um, actually makes it so that they kind of emulate and may fake extended memory or expanded memory so that the game sees it's there and then they can run. And GOG kind of tweaks the DOS box, which we've talked about mm, on this podcast yeah. before, um, tweaks it so that the game runs pretty uh, fluently. Yeah, it does a lot of things with um, DOS box. And also um, some of the games they have on there are, are what are called source ports, where they've um, tried to emulate the game as... Uh, best as they can using modern source um engines such as using like c sharp or c plus plus um to replicate the game um i think that's what they did with uh i think that's what they did with the new with uh, warcraft 2 actually i think they pretty much did a source port of the game so it's not running through oh, this box interesting um, i'm fairly certain i might be wrong yeah. uh also gog is run by cd project which i didn't realize which pretty cool yeah oh you didn't know that gog yeah cd project uh cd project owns gog CD Projekt uh, also uh, is behind things such as The Witcher. Yes. Um, and all of right The now. Witcher, including yeah. the television show, which is very popular right now. Well, the show's very good and the, the game's really good. Um, Witcher, actually, I read an article. It stated that uh, it now has concurrently more players than it had at launch. Wow. <laughs> Witcher 3, at least. So there's more people playing Witcher 3 now than they did when uh, than it launched. So that shows you the popularity of the show. And also uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, they own... They're a really... Um, so they are Swedish? Uh, yes, I believe so. They're Polish, actually. Polish, Polish. So they're a Polish development house. Uh, they're also a publisher. They also own a distribution site, so they're a, di- a distributor, and they are very nice and privately held. And they're yes. kind of like uh, they're kind of like the Polish Steam. Yes. Um, 
but yeah um i mean besides so i also use i also use um some online services steam gog um i use the playstation network because i have playstation 4 um but i also make use of other ways of buying games mostly because i do play um some console games still um for example uh there is like i mentioned earlier there is a local shop um near me called replayed it's located in in boston massachusetts um and i i go by there every few weekends or so sometimes i sell stuff sometimes i'm buying stuff um but they are they're catered to classic and modern video games so they have uh they have you know old nes games they have super nes games sega genesis games playstation games Uh, but they also have some xbox one and ps4 games as well not really any pc games no classic pc games but they they do have a nice selection of some kind of obscure stuff for really good prices um they they definitely don't um kind of mess you around like other shops might do um usually all their games are very fairly priced um i I still stop in at gamestop every now and then i work across the street from one so i'm kind of obligated to i feel um (laughs) it's like i don't know where that (laughs) obligation comes from well someone's gotta go inside i guess um yes they they uh, um they just they bought think geek Yes, they did. Um, and, you know, I actually do like GameStop's current stock, at least. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of fun, kind of nerdy, thanks to Think Geek, a lot of nerdy toys and a lot of... Uh, they, they stock Funko Pops? Those, yep, the Funko Pops. They have a lot of uh, action figures. They carry the uh, Star Wars, like, lightsabers and stuff like that. The, the really nice force effect ones. That are, uh, yes, where, where, like, lights up incrementally. Yes, exactly. Um, hey, and they, they actually... Kind of... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, it's kind of like a Newberry Comics almost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's like a Newberry Comics, but swap out the uh, DVDs and comic books with uh, inexpensive video games. Because they're, while their newer games will go for, you know, the, the standard, you know, um, retail price. But uh, their their used games are usually pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty well priced. Um, they also offer a lot of sales and deals where you can like buy one, get one, or buy two, get two. Um, which is, is useful for building a small collection of stuff if you if you are yeah. in the market for that. But, but they don't. I don't think they sell PC games anymore. They they usually if they do have PC games, it's a very small selection and usually usually in the back somewhere. Uh, the last yeah. time I was at a GameStop that sold PC games, I think they had one. I think it was a boxed copy of Axiom Verge, and that was it. Um, which is a uh, that's like a Metroid style game. Um, oh, all right. Um, I also go to thrift stores and flea markets because I'm usually looking for crap anyway. Um, and um, thrift stores are it can be hit or miss, but if 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 you are in the market for PC games or PlayStation One games, and you go to a thrift store, I recommend looking in the CD section, like where the music is. Um, sometimes thrift stores are smart; they'll put the games off to the side. Um, but even when they do that. I, I've always discovered uh, PlayStation games. I've discovered PC games kind of hidden in the in the selection of music. Um, there's actually a Goodwill I go to, and they almost always have a copy of either ba- Battlefield 1942 or the original Warcraft just sitting in their music section. Um, and, <laughs> just and I've like, like to mark the music section. Yeah, I've like moved it around. Like I pulled it out and put it somewhere else so that other people can find it, and always like ends up back somewhere random in the music section. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's its um, home. That's where yeah, it lives. Yeah, it's just where it lives. Um, and the same with flea markets. I mean, if you're if you're in a flea market, um, I would avoid resellers, people who are like kind of catering to selling old retro video games. Um, stick to the like mom and pop little um, you know pop ups at flea markets. Um, go through their CD collections, go through their video collections, their DVD collections. You're bound to find something. 
Um, one of the flea markets I went to had had guy with bins and bins of DVDs for a dollar, and I found um, like all four of the Grand Theft Auto games for the PS2 in the bins. Oh, nice. So um, yeah. you know, which I, I already own, I already owned a few of them, so I didn't need to buy them. But that was a dollar a piece for each one, which is great. Yeah, yeah, that's a good price for uh, the at least those games. Um, I think I think it's a, there are people that do go to flea markets that know the value of what they're selling 100%. and will try to take advantage of people yep. um, or not necessarily, or try to get their full value of what they're trying to sell because they know yes. that you're maybe looking for a particular game. Maybe you are a collector like Zach is yep. um, or you're just somebody who remembers playing a game and wanted to pick up an old console. Um, do you have any uh, hints for people? We I know that there are some of our listeners who really like um, old, like, SNES uh, or say you know like say those type of consoles. Is there any hint or tricks on how to pick those uh, those things up? Yeah, I mean the 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 biggest trick I say is if you're if you're going to a thrift store or a flea market looking for you know Sega Genesis NES games um, or anything like that, uh, get there early. So if the flea market opens at eight, plan to arrive at seven thirty and wait outside until the gates open, um, because the the moment you're in there, you have first dibs essentially um and you have the same amount of chance as someone who's going to buy a game for real cheap and resell it for a higher price as as the next person so um it's i I definitely recommend getting there when they open um getting there early um as early as possible is kind of the recommendation well i wouldn't expect you to ever show up anywhere early and yeah well when it comes to video games i have to be there early so thanks (laughs) there Yeah, if, if I know there's a good deal, uh, I'm there. Trust me. That's, uh, all, um, all, all pierces know if there's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't be afraid to barter. I mean, that's the kind of the fun of being at a flea market is that most of the time the people there are looking to make some money. Most of the time they know that you're looking to get rid of some money. Um, and you can meet each other both ways. You know, you can get rid of a little less money for what they want and usually still get what you want. Um, so definitely don't be afraid to barter. Yeah, I think, I think knowing... I think always having that knowledge of how much you think you want to pay for something, even with buying games digitally, I think knowing how much you want to pay for a game is a good idea to always yeah, have in your head. Absolutely. Um, there's uh, there's other like third party vendors that you can go on digitally, um, like a company called Green Man Gaming, where you can yes, yep. sometimes find games or Humble Bundle. Um, you can buy games. Humble Bundle generally runs like a, a constant ten percent off their whole library if you're a subscriber. Um, so it's there's there's always ways to like save a buck and, oh, yeah, and pay the amount of money that you want to pay for buying a game yeah uh, i def- definitely never never feel if you feel like you've settled um it's never a good feeling so never never feel like you have to settle for something um and always know that there's probably a better deal out there um, yeah absolutely so i think with that i think we've we've kind of exhausted at least our our uh finishing answering justin's email as it were yes i think to, so too uh, um, talking about shopping so let's finish up with our by weight pass segment so we can wrap everything up here yeah um, would you like to go first sure um there's actually a, a game that i'm interested in having that i saw coming out that i'm interested in has a demo that you can play uh it's actually a lighter game it's uh, got pixel art um so justin maybe you want to try this game for free um it's a game called backbone and it's a uh 
a noir-inspired detective adventure where you play as a raccoon private eye oh, cool. um, named Howard Loiter. <laughs> and you have to sniff out clues and interrogate witnesses and explore the pixel art version of Vancouver, British Columbia, which is an interesting town to set it in. And yeah. playing as a raccoon is funny because you're... Um, you're 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 trying to treated by the other people. They're all animals in the city, and you're kind of treated kind of like you're like a garbage animal because you're a raccoon. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> and you're and the guy who he lives in kind of like a sloppy apartment. And right, right, right. He has to clean up when clients come over, and uh, he wears a trench coat and. It's, it's a fun game. It's got a pretty interesting story. Uh, they have the prologue available, so you can kind of get your taste into it and try it for free. Um, it's got some uh, some simpler puzzles and kind of a interesting story that I, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I put it on my... Uh, my it's coming out in sometime in 2020. Um, I put it on my wish list, so they'll send me an email when it comes out. And then uh, depends on how much money it is for. I feel like it's a solid fifteen dollar game, maybe twenty. Keeping value in our mind, I don't think I would pay more than fifteen bucks unless I don't. I don't see it being more than fifteen or twenty bucks. Um, yeah. And that's probably how much I would pay for it. And so then I would wait if it's more than that. So I'll put it in my wait category, and uh, we'll uh, wait and see, as it were. But backbone yeah. the. F- prologue is free and so try it out i will i'll take a look out for that one i think the the game that i um the game that i was interested in is probably not going to run on a low-end computer i'm sorry to say justin but uh it is a final fantasy 7 remake um which is due out sometime this year um i believe it has a release date but um i am not going to check that right now Uh, i think it's in a couple months though um, and that is a it's a full uh, remake of the classic Final Fantasy VII game for the PS One, um, and this will be out for P, uh, PS Four, PC, Xbox One, and um, it looks great. Um, it's being built on I believe it's on the Final Fantasy Fifteen engine, which is a really beautiful engine, um, and um, they've updated the gameplay a bit too, so it's not so much a um, kind of classic JRPG style of uh of kind of wait your turn sort of gameplay uh turn-based gameplay but it's uh it's more of an action role-playing game now where the action's in real time um and from the gameplay trailers from the uh from the the different uh cinematic trailers and such it looks like it's going to be really fun and i'm excited to see how they redesign this world um i will probably still wait on it a bit Uh, i while i'm a fan of final fantasy i'm not super super big like i'm not i wouldn't call myself like a mega fan so i can definitely hold off and wait until uh, the game goes on sale i it's a uh, final fantasy it's vii not, not, so it's, uh we have a friend of the podcast josh actually said he was he liked how we referred to desperados as desperados iii oh yeah so, so it's final fantasy vii <laughs> vii um and uh, you can you can actually for uh, twelve dollars play Final Fantasy VII now on PC. The classic, um, yeah, in, in the original classic uh, yeah. port of the which, the PlayStation version. Which Justin, which is, that should work on your computer. <laughs> which that should work. So there you go. So you can uh, either get a 
wait wait until the new one comes out or if you really want to play final fantasy 7 i actually personally haven't gone through all the way of final fantasy 7 i did play 6 i didn't play maybe i'll play the new final fantasy 7 when it comes out yeah um but uh the, so beyond that, uh, I think that's that's it for today's episode. Yeah, it's gonna um, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Say. Um, the uh, we are available on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, our Instagram and fi- our Facebook and Instagram are at Classic Gaming Brothers, all one word. And our inst- our Twitter is CG Brothers Pod, all one word. Um, we will tweet out and post on Facebook whenever there's new episodes. Um, occasionally, we will post uh, funny memes, I guess. We posted one. It was an <laughs> open trail meme. It was funny. Um, we did post something on our Instagram, which I'm very proud of. It took us a long time, but we got there. I'm glad you all sticked with us to get that post up on Instagram. I am and sure. then, uh, yeah, me too. Who knows when our next one will be. It's I, I just I feel a... An audio, a visual medium for an audio medium is weird, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, so follow us on all the things. Subscribe. Make sure you not- click the notifier bell or whatever there is on Facebook or something so that you can see our updates. And then um, also you can send us feedback. Once again, for our giveaway, we would like an email and stuff like that. Um, so you can send that to... Uh, Classic Gaming Brothers at gmail.com. Yes. And also, if that, you have a, um, also, oh. if you have a, an Alexa um, product, um, oh, yes. You should be able to say, Alexa, play Classic Gaming Brothers. And according to you, say it will play. It will. I, 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 I haven't, I haven't tried it out my Echo, so I'll have to give it a shot so when, you, uh, when we're done recording. You should. It, and then just r- ruin all of our stats. But Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, just remember don't play games like my brother and don't play games like my brother i've been seth and i've been zach Uh, and that's it (laughs) have a great day that's all (laughs) she wrote that's all she just just put put the things make the movies (laughs) the movies happen (laughs) 